Hola, Anyax. That is Spanish for Hola, Anyax. Anyways, <laughs> how's everyone doing? Hope you're PDFG. Welcome back to another NFL edition of the Rambling Viking Podcast, your weekly NFL edition, where you can come check in, see it on what um, check in and see how you match it up against my picks. If you're my, in my pigskin pick'em, if you're not in my pigskin pick'em, join it. What are you waiting for? The link is in the description below, but the NFL, like college football, is proving to be fun week in and week out. Lots of excitement. Uh, unless you're an Eagles or a Giants fan, then it's kind of depressing, especially when you see Carson Wentz slinging the ball like old times, just like 2017, and we got a guy who can't hit a man more than 25 yards down a field on target. And, you know, it just makes you look back and say, are we the problem? What? I was told it was him. Is it us? And I say us, proverbially speaking, about the front office of the Eagles. Not to put them on blast, but to totally put them on blast. <sighs> Anyways, let's get actually into this episode. Like I said, lots of crazy stuff. Make sure you join the pigskin pick Um And, oh, in fan on fantasy terms it was the craziest week for me too right okay so I started out going 2-0 in fantasy I think of the meme from get out with the black guy where he's smiling and then he's not it's like week after week two me after week six after after week two being 2-0 after week six being two and five I think it might be two and four actually and you know what's crazy going into Monday night my opponent had a 20% chance to win and I was feeling good. Now, I wasn't out of the woods. And I knew it because he had Josh Allen and Derrick Henry and Cole Beasley and the Bills defense to play. But I was 2-4. and four. Sorry. Let me correct myself. And, and I was like, all right, all right. I had like 170 points and he had like 90 or something like that. And then I was like, all right. So I was like, Derrick Henry, Josh Allen can both blow up. And I was like, and then, oh, let me get, I had Dawson Knox, the tight end from the Bills, and Emmanuel Sanders. So I was like, okay, okay. Even if Josh Allen blows up, it's likely he throws to those two. And those two also get touchdowns, so they score. Maybe Josh Allen scores a little bit more. But as long as my guys can score points and keep on pace. So as long as Derrick Henry doesn't blow up. And then, you know, what proceeds to happen, uh, the exact perfect scenario for me to lose by less than five points. It was 199 to 195. He scored over 100 points. Um, Josh Allen had a big game, and he did not throw to Dawson Knox or Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders had like 91 yards. We had no touchdowns, so he only had like eight points. Um, Cole Beasley had almost 20 points. And Josh Allen ended up having like 40-something. Even though, and here's my qualm, they ran the Philly special, and no, it's not the Billy special. It's the Philly special. I don't care who runs it. I don't care if it's Dallas. I don't care if it's your son's flag football team. It's the Philly special till we die, and you will call it that. Philly special or Philly Philly. Nothing else. You don't get to customize it to your team. Not after we immortalize that in an epic Super Bowl. The best Super Bowl ever. All right, that's enough of that, though. Sorry about it. I'm I'm a little frustrated, okay, by fantasy. Oh my gosh. So, anyways, Josh Allen drops himself, I think, 40-something points. And then, see, Derrick Henry, who 
the last like three, four times they played the Bills, has had a horrible game, right? Bad. Or not horrible for his standard. He's been held to 60, 70 yards. Decides to, I don't know, bust out an 80-yard touchdown run. To have a big night and score almost 40 points himself. So there you have it. That was that was how I lost. Is because um, Dawson... Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I didn't finish. That rant derailed me all the way. Yeah, anyways. So they ran the Philly Philly. And who throws it? So Josh Allen catches a touchdown. Which, yeah, that's points. But who throws it? Dawson Knox. Who doesn't get points? Credit for either. Not that it would have mattered because it was to Josh Allen who would have gotten points too. Freaking Dawson Knox. Josh Allen didn't get credit um, for that touchdown either. It's kind of whack. But I get fantasies kind of, might, they might be kind of hamstrung with like, oh, well, a tight end throwing a pass. There should be specialty plays, like if, like trick plays, right, for, for that situation, like double pass plays, things like that. But, all right, well, we need to move on. It was the perfect storm for me to lose. Um, I would love to hear your fantasy sob story, because I know you probably, probably don't have fantasy success stories right now, because... Seems everyone I talk to is just getting whooped in all sorts of creative ways. So um, that's uh, something I <laughs> something that <laughs> if you all know Connor or a resident Giants fan, me and him when we're hanging out on Sundays, it's like a it's like one old giant pity party, kicking the shins party. It's like we're just kicking each other in the shins because that's what's happening. Our teams are losing, and both fantasy and real life, they're they're just they've got. Very questionable quarterbacks, and the Giants got the injury bug. But yeah, all right, we gotta we gotta get this show on the road. I'm 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 being wild here. So oh, and look, my pick him pick him was horrible this week. Seventy points, man, we really killed it. Dropped me down to third place. So now, and you know what's tied. So Skunk Line still at number one. It's your boy at number two, and then me, the head Hanyak, at number three. Oh my gosh, so I'm getting whooped. Good job, boys. Keep it up. Skunkline, whoever you are, first of all, I would love for you to just, even if it's just a cryptic email to the podcast, send it in and and talk some trash, because you're freaking killing it. Are you cheating? You've got to be cheating somehow. Surely you're you're cheating. I don't know. All right, so let's see how we did. Let's walk through them and talk about notes from any games. Oh, surprise, surprise, Thursday night. Tampa Bay Buccaneers take down the Philadelphia Eagles, who I begrudgingly picked 28-22. to I may need to stop doing that if I care about winning this. And you say 28-22 to was a close game. It was not a close game. The Buccaneers had their way with us and just decided not to, not to totally crush our windpipes with their steel-toed boot that they had on it the whole game, but just to, just to bruise it up and damage it a little bit. All right? Let us breathe a little bit. My goodness. But, yeah, so that's how that went. I think that's enough um, on that one. And then oh, the, the London game, because the London games are back. I need to pay attention on my picks this week and see who did it, who done it. But um, so Miami and Jacksonville, another trash game. It's funny. I saw a great meme. They were like, they were like, oh, let's get, uh, you know, how do we get the Europe to like NFL? And it's like Jags, Jets, Jags, Dolphins, all these horrible teams playing each other. Going, so we're sh- literally sh- putting our worst foot forward. It's like, hey, we're going to really fancy business dinner. What are you going to wear? I'm going to wear PJs, Crocs, and a cutoff t-shirt. 
He said, no, no, we're not going to Walmart. This is a business deal, a million-dollar business deal. I know. That's what I want to do. That's what I'm wearing. This is my million-dollar business clothes. Because that's how I became a millionaire is I still shop at Walmart and <laughs> save money. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Dolphins uh, lost. Jacksonville decided to get it together. This is the story of my week. Everyone decided to get it together. Oh, by the way, back to fantasy. Speaking of freaking, um, I don't even know his first name, Jones Jr. for Jacksonville, who has scored no more than five points. And so he's just been on my bench, but he has potential enough, or, or there hasn't been anyone, any prospect better, so I've just kept him around. Decides to get 20 freaking points. Have 100 yards and a touchdown, and that was on my bench. And you know what? Now, at first I was like, oh, I have such a good chance to win. I had such a good week. It's not going to matter. It freaking mattered. Oh, it's a kick straight in the huevos. Uh, Dolphins lose 20-23 to last second field goal. The Jags get their first win. They are like 0-17 right now. Not this year, but just overall going back into the previous seasons. And so Trevor Lawrence gets his first win in the big leagues. Should we all be nervous? I don't know. It's Jacksonville. You got... Urban Meyer, sure, he's he's probing things to figure out what he can fix, <laughs> pun intended, um, to see if he can find some solution to the Jacksonville curse. And Miami's just, I don't know, being freaking Miami. I don't know what they're doing down there. They need they're just they're just living that Vice City lifestyle. All right, Green Bay takes down Chicago, and Aaron Rodgers talks some mad trash that was all caught on camera. I own you. I've always owned you. I still own you. And uh, it was incredible. Uh, but the Bears go down at 24-14. Then, in good news, because I like Carson Wentz, and he was on my fantasy team, uh, the Colts handled, the Texans seem to find, be finding their own, as in finding out that they actually are still the Texans with minus all the tremendous talent they had for the pre- previous, I don't know, like half decade at least. Um, and they lose 31-3. to And the Colts come into their own realizing they're actually kind of good because Carson isn't doing double ankle sprains anymore. Uh, then we have the Rams-Giants. And this one is a little bit more spread out than the other NFC East bludgeoning. Uh, but Rams take them down 35-11. to The Giants are finding their stride just like the Eagles. And the draft pick race is on. Connor, we can talk about that later. All right, then we have Chiefs at Washington football team. Wow, very similar score, 31-13. to And the Washington football team might be joining the race for uh, highest draft pick in the NFC East. So let's see it. We, we, we run a 1-3, and we'll just say 1 for it, um, type system in the NFC East, right? You, one team wins, three team loses. And then one team, that last one is silent. So it's a 1-3-1 one, one with a silent one. And, and that's how it goes. So unfortunately, that, that, that one team might be Dallas for a few weeks because they got the easiest, they're playing toddlers. They got the easiest schedule. And everyone else decided to take the hardest schedule. Oh my gosh. It's like, it's, it, you know what it is? It's the, it's the coach who's saying, Hey, we're gonna play. We're gonna play the best teams because putting ourselves in that best competition means we'll make us better. We're gonna rise to the occasion. But understanding that your your team hasn't developed to the point where they are 
they're quite ready to rise to that occasion and they will just get destroyed and demoralized. And it's like, okay, maybe you need to tone it back a little bit on the rise to the occasion. Drop in a couple really good teams so you can, okay, that's you can have an eye for what you need, a beat on it, right? You know, kind of like, okay, that's that's kind of ultimate destination. We're not quite there, but, you know, get some confidence boost um, and be competitive and then maybe get trounced just a couple times a season. But no, that's not what we believe here. By the way, the Washington football team, and just because because I don't want to let this die because I'm petty, remember they are being investigated for dr- selling drugs for some training staff member, selling drugs out of their facility. It was an attempted cover-up um, with the John Gruden hit. They were trying to cover this up because that came out of this investigation, but that's truly what it's about. Washington football team just doing all the bad things. It's really incredible. In a matter of like three years, they've lost their mascot, they've uh, tried to oust their owner, uh, fire the team president because of stuff, had lawsuits against the cheerleaders for sexual misconduct, and now have been selling drugs out of their training facility. What comes next? It's really incredible. Uh, oh, and then the here was a surprising one. The Chargers got trounced by Baltimore 34-6. to most people, I was in the majority here, picked the Chargers because they were on a serious roll, and Baltimore just decided to come in and leave no doubt. So uh, I don't think I have any notes on that. It's outside, it was just completely and totally surprising. All right, the Bengals take down the Lions 34-11. to A lot of 30-point 30, 30 scores to teen scores. They're not, not quite teen, pre-teen scores. That's funny. Say that a preteen score, but the Detroit Lions are like a preteen football team in a teenage world. So <laughs> they suck. Our, the real question is: Do you think the Lions are going to go over this year? Do you think they're going to catch a win? And also, does this prove? And the Rams are really good. Does this prove that the Rams were really good, or that Jared Goff was holding them back and Matthew Stafford was being held back? Because that's my theory. I think Matthew Stafford's always been a real good quarterback. Um, he's just been in Detroit, right? And Jared Goff was. To me, he had a lot of hype and some great moments, but ultimately he's kind of panning out like, like say, how Jalen Hurts is playing out right now, where he's just kind of okay. Like he can't, he's just having the same problems and doesn't seem to actually develop. And so, you know, then, but the Rams system is good. So you get a quarterback who's really good in there, and guess what we see? We, I think what we see what we have now. So, anyways, uh, the Bengals are rolling. I saw sweet pick of Jamar Chase. They're like, Draft a receiver who can stock block, and it's freaking Jamar Chase downfield just letting a guy have it, have him in fantasy. I wish you got points for pancake stock blocks, but I digress. The Cardinals destroyed the Browns. I mean, destroyed 37 to 14. More 30s to teens. That's, oh man, 13 getting beat by 30. That might be, that might be the title of this episode. I got to remember that. Um, but the Cardinals, are they Super Bowl contenders? Can we talk about that now? And I think we can. And I think they kind of are. I think they kind of are. Unfortunately, Baker took a bad fall and was partially torn labor. But like a freaking champ, shout out to Baker Mayfield. Like a freaking champ, he was out for a few plays. He got it wrapped and whatnot. And he came out and he was clearly tender. And he finished the game. He played. And so hats off to freaking Baker Mayfield. If nothing else, he's, he's a tough competitor. And I do have respect for him for that. Apparently, both Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt got hurt, and Kareem is going on IR. So the Browns might be might be just falling apart. Like they got that one strand loose in the seam, and the kid just pulled it, and the whole thing is coming unraveled. 
which sounds like just the curse of the Browns at this point because they really had overcome themselves, and it was cool. But um, Broncos lose to the Raiders. The Raiders apparently seem to rally behind John Gruden, uh, his vulgarity, and they're like, they're like, boys, now that we've gotten rid of the vulgarity in our locker room because you know we all keep it clean, keep it PG, no cursing, no lewd language, no womanizing in this locker room. We are all clean, stand-up, good Christian men, and we will not stand for that kind of talk. All right, boys, let's go have a good, clean win. (laughs) Keep it PG on three. One, two, three, keep it PG. Yeah, clearly sarcastic there. But the Broncos lost, I don't know. Uh, Most people pick the Broncos, but they seem to still be kind of the Broncos, and the Raiders are the Raiders, and it's like, what do we do? But 34-24, to so you know it was a close game. Then... Oh, oh! Sunday night football. The Cowboys won thirty-five to twenty-nine in overtime, and my only solid. And of course, Cowboys fans seeing their team at five and one, remember not remembering that there's still ten weeks of football left. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and you go. You go uh, twelve and five, folks. <laughs> Eleven and five, whatever, because you have a buy. I don't know. I can never keep that straight. But um, here's the solace that I took from this for those of us cowboy haters, who is everyone in the country except Cowboys fans, is it took everything they had to beat. An okay Patriots team. I mean, it's the the Patriots system, and that defense is solid. Steve Belichick and his faces are on point. That's how he... I think he's doing some juju stuff. That's him. He's making faces on the sideline. It's some kind of routine ritual witchcraft type thing where it's like, bam, and it puts some magic in the air and makes your offense struggle against the defense. I don't know. It disguises almost. You know, like some ninjutsu type stuff, but with your face that causes defense... To literally be hidden coverage. So like the quarterback sitting there and all of a sudden, you know how they always uh, put fake feeds over security cam to sh- to so the, you don't see the thieves in the room and it just looks like an empty room. That's what, that's what Steve Belichick does with his crazy faces. Or he's just trying to distract anyone he can on the offense. He's like, hey, receiver. And uh, that's me making crazy faces since this is audio only. And the receiver's like, excuse me? And then all of a sudden he realized, oh, crap, i got to run the route. And he didn't get a good jump. Now he's getting jammed by the corner. But, yeah, um, hilariously, it was Jalen Mills who blew the coverage on CeeDee Lamb for the game-winning touchdown. Um, Don't miss seeing that on my team at all, former Eagle there. So, uh, the Pats, it seems you have one. uh, (laughs) I I wish it was like Survivor, like, or not Survivor, but the weakest link. Jalen Mills, you have you are the weakest link. Goodbye and gone. So yeah, but the Patriots almost took him down. The Cowboys almost fell. But seeing that, seeing how how quote unquote good the Cowboys are, at least on paper, how amazing they are, and they still can barely beat the Patriots, gives me hope that they they're that they're they're running, sprinting, driving a Ferrari that that Ferrari offense towards. A cliff, and it's going to be an epic, epic fall. They, you know, they could have gone off the the twenty five foot cliff. They're going for the eighty foot cliff here. All right, so that's they're they're just building it up even more. But we got to keep moving. 
All right. Steelers take down the Seahawks, win by three. Genocide Smith, as my friend, old friend Scootsy used to call him. <laughs> and broken jaw, Genocide Smith. He, uh, he apparently played pretty decent. So, yeah. Because uh, Russell Wilson's out for a while. Thanks, fantasy. Nothing really to say there except good job, Pittsburgh. Then Monday night, made for a crazy game. As you already heard through my fantasy eyes, but through my real life eyes, it was very entertaining to watch. You know, Derrick Henry, so you know I always talk about like he doesn't look like he's running that fast. On that big like 60, 70 yard run, whatever it was, once he gets to second level, you see him turn on the Jets and you actually see like he actually looks like he's running fast and that's terrifying. Also, meme of the week goes to picture of Derrick Henry in his Titans uniform and says Derrick Henry was that player we always made <laughs> that create a player we, we all made in Madden when we were little and I was like you know what you're right he's giant super strong and super fast <laughs> he, he he pretty much is he's a create a player um I picked the bills along with most most along with most people and they lost 31-34, came down to a field goal. Uh, I don't remember if it went to overtime or not, but it was a great game nonetheless. So, yeah, rough weekend picks, but what are you going to do? And now let's see if we can, I mean, we're going to see if we can have a better week. And look, what are we starting with? All the ambiguity. Tonight, we've got Denver and Cleveland. Is Baker starting? I have no idea. I'm going to look on fantasy, see what his fantasy outlook is. That's the quickest way to find out. What's going on with Denver? I have absolutely even less of an idea. John, if you listen to this, I need, you are the Broncos fan here in our group, all right? I need you to provide your input on the Broncos, because I don't pay attention to that team. You still got old two-glove Teddy Bridgewater? Is, are these, what's going on over there? What do you guys look, I don't know what's going on. Okay, I need I need you come on and provide that little bit of input so we can get some more input on the teams that I don't care about teams outside of the NFC East and some good teams. So you let me know, Um, man, I really got to see if you know what I'll go to the London game. Oh, wait, there's no London game. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. Okay. Well, we'll go on to the first matchup. It's Washington because it's an easy pick. Washington football team versus Green Bay Packers. I think we all know um, go Packers. Grab yourself a block of cheese, not a slice, a block of cheese. Start munching because that's Packers all freaking day. The Washington football team are just, I mean, they're the Washington football team. So, sure, Taylor Heineke's. I, look, shout out to Heineke. I do like that kid. Cool story. It was a lot of fun last year covering him on the NFC least. And so on and so forth. But, I mean, you're on the Washington football team. So, I don't know what you want. All right. Baker Mayfield. So, Baker said he'll absolutely play in Week 7 against the Broncos. Even if he does play. Um, They got a lot of in- injuries. Denver can pressure the passer. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It seems like a recipe for Denver to win. So I'm going to go with the upset here. here. Here we go. Starting strong once again. Going with the upset. 21% of us picking the Broncos. You hear that, John? I picked your team. All I want is your approval. Be proud of me. Okay. Then we got Chiefs-Titans. Now that should be a fun game. 
Now, if the Titans can continue to play like they did last week, then I am... Man, they they should win because the Chiefs, it seems like we cracked the code. Both these teams seems like their code got cracked, sort of. I mean, the Titans code was just Derrick Henry. It was just but it was such a solid code that it was like, ah, it's just robust, you know. You there's no mystery to it, there's no encryption, just robust. And I mean, most people sixty five percent have gone with the Chiefs. But if the Titans can have their way in their run game and slow down and limit the Chiefs attack, but at the same time, the Bills passed all over the freaking Titans. And if the Bills could do it, how much more can the Chiefs do it? All right, I've convinced myself. I'm picking Kansas City in that one. All right, time for a tangential pause because I just glanced at my notes and realized I forgot to talk about my notes from the games. So real quick, rapid-fire notes. Here we go. Uh, if you didn't see it, they're all from, uh, well, uh, DeAndre Hopkins had one of the nastiest double jukes to score a touchdown in the Cardinals game. You should go check it out. And then, from Patriots-Cowboys game, the Cowboys got stopped multiple times on the goal line, uh, like, at, literally on the goal line, and it was incredible. The best one, though, is Dak goes for a reach in a QB sneak, and the defender has one of the highest IQ defensive plays I've ever seen, and I've never even seen this happen. Well, Dak kind of goes over the top of the pile, and then he grabs, has the ball, and he's starting to reach, and the guy realizes... Because, you know, most times, like, ah, man, you you try and tackle the guy or grab the guy and stop him, but he just reaches. And the guy realizes, I can't stop his whole body. I can punch the ball, though. And when as soon as Dak starts to reach and that ball's exposed, guy punches it out of his hands before it breaks the plane, causing a fumble, which um, this was on fourth down, so I think it was on fourth down, so it was Patriots ball or something like that, and stopping, uh, making a goal line stand, basically. And then finally... Uh, if you didn't see it, Jerry Jones, like, open mouth kissed. Uh, apparently, it was his son. I just saw some random dude. It was a nice little four-person group hug, two trophy wives and two old guys. And they're all hugging, and, you know, the, the guys and the girls kiss each other on cheeks. And then all of a sudden, in a moment of either either this is this is something they already do, and it's covered up, and this is why the Cowboys are cursed, or this is something they're just trying to break the curse. But Jerry goes for... We'll say his son, um, which, I, which I think is Jerry Jr. I don't know. Jerry's son. And they look at each other, lock eyes, and in a, in a frantic moment, borderline make out with each other out of, in celebration. So, yeah, maybe maybe it's some weird incest stuff that is, I'm not, I'm not going to allege anything, but um, it was wow. Okay, you need to at least there's there's screenshots, but then you you I encourage you watch the clip. I saw it live and was it rocked my world in all the wrong ways. That was something I didn't need. Um, this is something nobody need or de- or deserved. But all right, tangent over. Got through all my notes. Falcons Dolphins. Wow, a game that nobody cares about. Falcons should win, but who knows with the Dolphins? They might decide to show up this week. Huh. Uh, Patriots Jets. Okay. That one's simple as well. Patriots should handle the business, especially after a close loss. Panthers-Giants. Uh, 90% go with the Panthers. I would agree, but is Daniel Jones, Connor, help me out. Is Daniel Jones going to have himself a big, big, big week again? I don't know. Here, let's. You know what? Let's pull up his prediction, and let's hear what Connor predicts for the Giants game this week. 
They are going to lose this game. All right, there you have it. From Connor himself. And I agree with him. I think Carolina is going to win. I'm also, I have to start, I think, Sam Darnold, Chuba Hubbard this week. Um, because a lot of guys are on by. So I'm hoping Carolina has a real big game against New York. I'm glad they're playing New York. All right, Bengals-Ravens. As much as I want the underdog Bengals to come in and give the Ravens the business, I think at the very most all we can ask for is that they keep it competitive. Unlike the Chargers were able to do, those West Coast boys, all right, having a little too much fun, rest and relaxation in the sun. Ravens over here in Baltimore in the struggle, living out in the wire and, uh, so the, those, those West Coast boys, West Coast made them soft is what I'm saying. Uh, versus, you know, now it's Cincinnati. It's like, all right, we still got some rough and gruff. So uh, Ravens win. <laughs> oh, well, I feel a little better about this next matchup. Eagles, Raiders. Raider, 84% still picked the Raiders. Rightly so. But as we've heard from our Raiders fan, Josh, the Raiders can Raiders be the Raiders. And so could make some real Raiders move, and we could have a we could have a little derpy uh, derpy game here where they try and out derp each other. All right, and the Raiders are like, wait, 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 draft picks? I like those. Let's tank. Uh, I'm going to pick the Raiders though because I think they're at least still put together enough that no way the Eagles win. But Eagles, if you win, I guess the, I, if you win, then I'm always going to pick against you. Because it's kind of like there was one year, one season where every game I watched, they lost and played bad. And then every game I didn't watch, they played great. People running back kicks and stuff, making sweet one-handed catches. So I just have to go back and watch the highlights all sad and sobby. I'm like, I, I, I missed such a good game. But then at the same time, knew if I watched the game, it, then they would have lost. I hate being that way. All right. Ooh, big barn burner. Battle of the quarterbacks. It's like two quarterbacks who switch schools and then play each other so revenge games to really prove the point that math that Jared Goff was the problem not Matthew Stafford uh Lions playing the Rams 99% of us picking the Rams because they are going to absolutely demolish them Cardinals Texans Cardinals only undefeated team left better stay that way if you lose to the Texans old old Davis Mills the giant killer I'm just kidding. I have no idea who Davis Mills is. And I'm and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. And I'm not going to. And, I, and it's become a thing, right? It's like you get so long, it's like, oh, you know, I, I've made it this far. It's kind of like I've made it this far not having ever trying a White Claw. So at this point, I'm going to triangle my whole life. Just make it a challenge, right? Have some fun with it. Um, same thing here. I'm not going to look anything up on Davis Mills. Uh, Cardinals, better win by a lot. Buccaneers, Bears, BB, Bucks win that one, enough said, all right, 49ers, Colts, this should be an entertaining game, most people pick the 49ers at 2-3 and three over the Colts, who are 2-4, and four. but if you've been paying attention, the double ankle sprain was what kicked Carson into gear, realizing, okay, okay, that's the last crazy injury I'm going to have, time to, time, as the Hodge twins, when Hodge twins say, time to get serious on it. I can't do their impression, but he, Carson Wentz said, all right, that's enough. Time to remind everybody who I am, and that's why the Colts are going to win. He's going to keep slinging the ball, have a big game. It'll be fun. And the 49ers, what's happening with their quarterback situation? Jimmy G got benched. Trey Lance came in, but it turns out he's a rookie. 
and like almost all rookies, he's he's going to struggle and do rookie stuff. Yeah, so good luck. And then Monday night, oh, that's the Sunday night game? That's fun. Monday night, we got the Saints and the Seahawks. Geno Smith, Jameis Winston, who's going to have more picks? That's the real question. But also, who's going to have a better pick-to-touchdown ratio? Jameis likes to keep it one-to-one, so you just encourage him to throw. You'd be like, oh, no, he's going to throw five picks. All that means is he's going to throw five TDs. So as long as as long as long their defense can hold up enough and the, and the other team doesn't score on all five of the, all of his INTs, they'd be all right. Uh, most people pick the Saints, and the Seahawks are in a struggle year, so I'm going to pick the Saints, who I think had a bye last week. I have no Saints players. That's kind of crazy. I realize that because... I'm realizing they didn't play last week, but I didn't have any buys on my fantasy lineup. So, uh, how many total points are going to be scored? 47. So, there we go. That is all my picks. If you want to join in on the Pigskin Pick and Make Your Picks, follow the link in the description that says Pigskin Pick Them and make your weekly picks. Also, if you want to chime in uh, on, with your team's take, may, either because I don't have any take or. I, you don't like my take, please send in a voice memo. You can email it to the show. You can text it to the show. You can just record it live from Anchor website, and it'll it'll send straight to me automatically. And that's the kind of the easiest. You are capped in a minute on that one, but love to send it in. Love to get your takes. Make this a fan prediction um, house podcast. I don't know what to call it. Um, but also, lastly, I want to close with this. I just did a Trump hand motion when I said that. <laughs> and one more thing, all right? So, my buddy Connor and I, he's, he's absolute, he's the best. He's always coming up with ideas. He's, he's the next generation. He, rumor has it, he, he gave the idea for the iPhone. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. He, he mentioned it on an Apple forum, and Steve Jobs stole it. <clears throat> don't take my word for it, though. Um, but don't listen to any of the fake news. They're going to say that, no, it was all Steve Jobs. They're not going to tell you this. They're going to try and spin it because it's CNN fake news. <clears throat> Anyways, roast me on my impression of Trump. I've been talking for 40 minutes, so I can't quite get that uh, high pitch out of my in my throat, <clears throat> the right tone. But Anyways, if you are interested, our good friend Connor discovered a thing called the, a guillotine fantasy football league. It is a winner take all and it is you don't play your matchup is a free-for-all it is so you say you have 10 teams right you don't match up and play one person it is you are just out to not score the the least amount of points basically how it works one person gets cut every week whoever scores the least amount of points gets cut and then you go on and it's last man standing we're thinking about, he thought about naming it the Highlander League, and I like that. But we are looking for next year for people to be in our guillotine league. And if you are interested, if that sounds interesting to you, I think it would maybe be like a, we don't know what the buy-in or details would be, but, you know, maybe just 20 bucks or whatever. But it is high stakes, high reward. I really like the concept. We haven't figured out all the details. Or if you have information on a guillotine league and how to set it up, let us know. But if you're interested, please reach out to the podcast, reach out to me, um, you know, email, whatever, text, voice memo, and we can get you on the list because we are looking for people for our guillotine league. And this will be the official guillotine league of the Rambling Viking podcast. And we will talk about it every single week. So that being said, that wraps up this week's NFL episode. If you enjoy these episodes... Um, 
let me know. Oh, crap. It's Wednesday. I just realized I said tonight on some stuff, and it's tomorrow. So there's no football tonight, folks. I apologize. But anyways, if you enjoy these episodes, uh, I want to thank you for being a part of the Hanyak Horde. Make sure to go ahead and leave a review for the podcast. If you listen on Spotify, check the description for polls and questions that I post every week. Also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram to keep up because uh, I'm always looking to update and change and shift around things, update the posting schedule, whatnot, based upon your feedback. But... As always, thanks all thanks so much for being a part of the Hanyak Horde. This is the head Hanyak signing off.